Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Central Kansas bracing for winter storm. We have the story. Congress looks at a big spending bill with time running out. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. Improvements are coming for the city of Wichita's website. We'll navigate to that story coming up. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. The winter storm system on its way towards the plains is already affecting us with some patchy freezing drizzle this morning, but the main impacts come later tonight. Our full forecast here in just a few minutes. Local officials are urging people to be prepared for the nasty weather forecast for tomorrow in South Central Kansas. Wichita Fire Department Battalion Chief Jose Ocades says people should check their smoke and carbon monoxide detectors and replace their batteries before the worst of the cold arrives. City and county officials say they're prepared for tomorrow's storm. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple says city maintenance crews are ready to treat the streets with 35,000 tons of salt and sand treatment in reserve. Congress expected to vote this week on a 4,000-page government spending bill. Many members haven't even had enough time to read it. Fox's Aisha Hosni on Capitol Hill reports on some of what's in that bill. You, the taxpayer, you are about to pony up $850 billion on defense funding and $770 billion on domestic spending. And that includes $45 billion in Ukraine aid, $40 billion for disaster relief, billions for programs that were authorized by the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, the CHIPS Act, and the PACT Act, which is for veterans, the Electoral Count Reform Act in response to January 6th. There's a lot of pet projects, too, for example. Senator Susan Collins and some other lawmakers from Maine, well, they got a pause on regulation hurting the lobster industry in that state, while House progressives, they got an extra $25 million for the National Labor Relations Board. And the deadline to pass that bill is Friday to avoid a government shutdown. For the first time since the start of the Russian invasion, President Zelensky has left Ukraine. He's headed to Washington on a background call, an administration official said it was the White House that invited Zelensky to Washington. The Ukrainian president is to have an extended sit-down this afternoon with President Biden and members of his cabinet. They're expected to have a strategic discussion on the way ahead on the battlefield, as well as the sanctions the U.S. and its allies have imposed on Russia. Then Zelensky is supposed to speak with reporters. From there, he heads to Capitol Hill, where he's expected to address members of Congress as they debate a spending plan that includes about $45 billion for Ukraine. In Washington, Kevin Cork, Fox News. The online face of the city of Wichita will be getting a major facelift in the coming year. The Wichita City Council approved the Wichita.gov overhaul by approving a contract with Civic Plus LLC out of Manhattan. 
The company has over 2,400 local government clients, including Fort Worth, Texas, and Denver, Colorado. Some of the new features of the site will include an improved search function, a calendar, social integration, and it will be ADA compliant. Year one of the contract for the new site will cost the city around $184,000, with year two at nearly $129,000. Year three and beyond will be subject to a 3% annual increase. Councilmember Brian Fry said the cost to maintain the new site will be worth it. For seven years, we've had an internally developed site that has met basic needs, but taking it to this next level is certainly appreciated. The design and testing of the site will take 18 to 32 weeks to complete. Wichita.gov is scheduled to go live by the third quarter of 2023. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Residents of Sedgwick County paid their real estate taxes this month. County Commissioner Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News tax bills may have gone up for some folks. This year, uh, the average home price has really uh, escalated a lot. I think at one one time the average sale price was well over two hundred thousand, and I think it's I think so, which is way higher than uh, than previous years by you know twenty thousand dollars. Meissner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Looking for home hockey action for the Wichita Thunder. We'll preview that coming up in sports. Today is the first official day of winter, and it begins with a bang. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. This is Morning News with Steve and Ted here, 7.08 now, 8 minutes past 7 o'clock. A 64-year-old homeless man convicted of second-degree intentional murder for participating in a deadly attack on another homeless man on the Seneca Street Bridge has been ordered to serve 17 years, 10 months in prison. In November, a Sedgwick County jury found David Chandler of Wichita guilty of killing 30-year-old Blake Barnes, who was severely beaten in the head with metal pipes or bars, and he died at a Wichita hospital. Court records say Chandler and Abel Molina were camping under the bridge when they found Barnes rummaging through Chandler's tent and allegedly stealing a walking stick. Chandler and Molina beat him in retaliation as motorists looked on, the records say, then left him on the bridge to die. Tens of thousands remaining without power last night after a powerful earthquake rocked a rural stretch of the North California coast. Twelve injuries have been reported from the magnitude 6.4 earthquake that hit early Tuesday uh, near Ferndale. Pacific Gas and Electric has restored power to about 40,000 customers. Uh, at least two people have died in that earthquake. New documents revealing more connections between the social media platform Twitter and the Pentagon. Investigative journalist Lee Fang suggesting the social media platform, quote, quietly aided the Pentagon's covert online PSYOP campaign. In a series of 21 posts, he details how the deep coordination went between the two entities. Fang highlights Twitter's pledge and congressional testimony promising to shut down all state-backed covert operations, but then reveals behind the scenes Twitter gave approval and special protection to the U.S. military's online psychological influence ops. Despite knowledge that Pentagon propaganda accounts used covert identities, Twitter did not suspend many for around two years or more. Some even remain active. 
And that's Fox's Marianne Rafferty with that report. Today is the first official day of winter, and it begins with a bang. Winter solstice, the shortest day of the year and the first official day of winter. It makes a grand entrance this year with up to two feet of snow or more and blizzard conditions, with ferocious winds expected from the plains to the Great Lakes, making for travel nightmares on the roads and airport delays and cancellations. This traveler, one of the lucky ones, booking his flight from Nashville to Edmonton early. Being a delayed, let's say, a day or so, is a big deal if you're supposed to get home on the 22nd and suddenly it's the 23rd or 24th. So, you know, fingers crossed. The Northern Rockies, Plains, and Upper Midwest on the first official day of winter also preparing for wind chills this week that could plummet to 50 below. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Winter officially arrives at 3.48 this afternoon, Wichita time. A woman in Michigan believes her pet is worthy of a Guinness World Record. Marcy Parker Darwin of Waterloo has a pet chicken named Peanut and says Peanut is 20 years old. Darwin believes that makes Peanut the oldest chicken in the world. She's now working with the Guinness organization to have the record verified. A hen named Matilda got into the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's oldest living chicken at 16 back in 2004 and even made it onto The Tonight Show. Guinness World Records has a category for the oldest current living chicken on its website, but the page does not identify a current record holder. Ted Lindner, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 7 11, minutes past 7 o'clock. Traffic conditions this morning. Well, be careful out there. Uh, temperatures uh, below freezing, and we've got uh, fog in the area. In fact, a little bit thicker fog now. Eisenhower National Airport now saying four miles is the visibility out there. So uh, be careful. Things could get slippery pretty fast. Uh, not really seeing any big slowdowns out there, but just. Uh, be careful this morning as you travel. T- uh, traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Well, the chicken ages, Ted. Do, they, uh, do their feathers turn gray? Do they have dentures? I wonder what happens when the chicken gets that old. Hmm. Signs I think uh, usually it uh, tastes a little stringier. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. All right. Now time for the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast. With Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? Oh, good. We are anticipating a, a really fine day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish I could just leave it right there at a fine day tomorrow. But unfortunately, we need those details. We need to know what to expect, yeah, what's going to move yes. in. And you know what, Steve, Ted, I'm really hoping that tomorrow does not come as a surprise to anybody because we've been talking about this for uh, about a week now when it comes to the, the dangerous cold and the potential for some snowfall as well. And, hey, at least it's not going to last forever, especially when it comes to the cold and our temperatures bottoming out. But it is very important that we uh, pack those layers on if you have to be out and about the next couple of days. And today, go ahead and get any last-minute Christmas shopping done. Fill up your gas tank. I actually did that yesterday, even though it was pretty chilly out there and I didn't want to. Just go ahead and get it done now because things are going to be even worse by tomorrow. So the uh, uh, Wichita seven-day forecast, the way things are looking, We'll continue to have a lot of that cloud cover uh, stick around as we go through our Wednesday. And early on, as Jad mentioned, there have been reports of uh, a little bit of fog out there. Temperatures are starting off below freezing. That could equate to a slick spot or two, especially on those elevated surfaces. Not expecting widespread travel issues for our commute this morning to start the day, but really just something to keep in mind. Getting up to a high of 39 degrees should be able to sneak up to a high above freezing. It is going to be a a struggle to do so, though, just because we'll have uh, those clouds, but our winds will be 
actually be on our side, that's what's going to help give us at least a little bit of a boost to get us above that freezing mark. They'll be out of the south at 10 to 20 miles an hour but then switching back out of the north by tonight, and that's when we'll have those big, big changes. Once our winds begin to switch out of the north, that's going to spill that bitter Arctic air into the area. It's also going to be gusty, too, as that potent cold front slides through, leading to a 60% chance of seeing some snow showers, and we'll continue to uh, see a few lingering snow showers into the start of our Thursday, probably needing to keep an eye on that commute, not only because of that, that bitter, dangerous cold, but also because we could end up with around 1 to 3 inches of snow snow which not all that impressive but still enough to cover the ground and could disrupt travel especially with our gusty winds which will likely be blowing snow around which could reduce visibility at times of uh, that snow though it should move out by the time we get closer to midday and especially through the afternoon turning partly cloudy by the time we get into our thursday evening only getting up to three degrees though and actually starting off with sub-zero temperatures that's where we'll be come early friday morning back down to a low of minus six and then only getting up to nine degrees on Friday. Wind chill warnings going to be in effect starting tonight, continuing through Friday. Conditions, though, looking mainly dry, with the exception of a 10% chance of snow on Saturday. Other than that, bigger weather story going to be our improving temperatures. Christmas Eve, 21. Christmas Day, 35. Back up to 44 by Tuesday. Possibly low 50s by next Wednesday. Right now, 23 degrees, though, with that south wind at 9 miles an hour. It's light, allowing that fog to build and develop closer to the surface. Watch out for the potential of a slick spot or two through this morning. All right. Thank you, Brownell. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Brownell Williams. Stephen, head of the morning here on KNSS. Yesterday's high temperature in Wichita was 30 degrees. Normal high for the date, 45. This is December 21st. There are four days until Christmas. On this date in 1983, the temperature in Wichita dropped to zero around midnight. It remained at or below zero for a record four and a half days, 110 hours to be exact. Mm. The at or below zero streak ended at noon on the 25th on Christmas Day. That was in 1983. Well, I'm glad we're not in that mode this year. Well, yeah, I think as Brunette was pointing out, I think that we're hoping this thing will just not last very long. Anyway. 716, Stephen, 10 in the morning, and uh, on this date in uh, 1988, 270 people killed when a terrorist bomb exploded aboard a Pan Am Boeing 747 over Lockerbie, Scotland, sending wreckage crashing to the ground. Good terrible, many, terrible. Good many of those people were Americans, and uh, yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of kids from Syracuse University mm. that were coming home from Europe for Christmas. Ugly, ugly. Just awful. Birthdays today, Jane Fonda is 85 today. Jane Hanoi five. Jane is eighty five. Is eighty five today? Wonder if she's still working out. Wonder if you get her little leotards on or whatever. And Ray Romano's having a birthday. He's sixty five today. Of course, that's everybody loves Raymond on the TV. Uh, Ray Romano. Seven seventeen now. Stephen ten in the morning here on KNSS. And it, uh, let's take a look at uh, sports this morning with Ted Woodward, as always. Good morning, Ted. And yeah. There you go. Hey, we got uh, good hockey action coming up. In fact, three games in three nights downtown for the Wichita Thunder hockey team. Second place Thunder hosting the third place Rapid City Rush. So a good chance to go see your second place Thunder in action tonight, tomorrow night, and Friday night. All those games are at 7 o'clock downtown at Interest Bank Arena. Wichita has won two of its last three coming into this three-game series here. We'll be talking college, I'm sorry, pro football tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. 
as the Chiefs are coming off three straight road games and getting ready for a home game finally at Arrowhead Stadium on Saturday afternoon, Christmas Eve, hosting Seattle. You can hear that game right here on KNSS. Three games to go for the Chiefs in the regular season. They're still in the number two spot in the conference. Chiefs Kingdom Show. It's hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. So talking Chiefs football tonight at 6 o'clock. Listen to that on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. College bowling. Every uh, year, the week before Christmas, hundreds of bowlers from all around the nation are out in Las Vegas at the 35th annual Collegiate Shootout Intercollegiate Bowling Tournament. Yesterday was six qualifying games. On the women's side of the standings, the Wichita State women, number one among all those teams after qualifying games. Shocker ladies are ranked number two in the nation right now. And they're in good shape heading today into the final day of the uh, shootout out there in Vegas for college bowling. NBA basketball last night. The New York Knicks win at home. How about the Knicks? They beat the Golden State Warriors by 38 points, 132-94. to Starting at guard for the Knicks, former Kansas Jayhawk, Quentin Grimes, had 19 points. He made four three-pointers. He also dished out four assists. And coming off the bench for the Knicks, another Jayhawk, Svi Mikhailuk. Played six minutes and scored five points. The New York Knicks have the longest winning streak in the NBA right now. They're on an eight-game winning streak, and they're in the number six spot in the Eastern Conference. The Knicks playing some really good basketball right now. The uh, We'll take a look at a birthday today. A pretty good pitcher that came through here from Wichita and had maybe one of the great seasons in minor league history here for Wichita. Dustin Hermanson is 50 years old today. Pitched for the Wranglers. He was the number three overall draft pick by the San Diego Padres, and he made his professional debut right here with the Wranglers in the summer of 94. Immediately, he was a dominant closer. He pitched for Wichita that summer, went 1-0 with eight saves and a 0.43 earned run average. Just insane. Wow. Ended up pitching 12 years in the big leagues, including four years with the Montreal Expos. In the big leagues, he finished with 73 wins and 56 saves along the way. But boy, that stop in Wichita was pretty good in that summer of 94. For relief pitcher Dustin Hermanson, it's his birthday. He is 50 today. And that's sports with Steve and Ted. 721 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. Tips for cooking your turkey this Christmas. Ah. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. recognized Marconi awarded radio show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve Backenstock, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on this Wednesday morning, 23 degrees. The January 6th committee is scheduled to release its final report. After thousands of interviews and multiple televised hearings, the January 6th committee is releasing its full findings today. The final report's 150-page summary was made public after a unanimous vote by the committee Monday. It claims former President Trump engaged in a, quote, multi-part conspiracy to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The committee recommended criminal charges to the Justice Department for former President Trump, including aiding an insurrection, obstructing an official proceeding, and conspiracy to make a false statement. Trump, on his Truth Social account, accused the committee of spreading disinformation. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Wichita police officer Anthony Villegas has been charged with one misdemeanor count of dissemination of criminal history record information 
and one count of official misconduct. Those charges stem from an aggravated assault with firearms investigation back in November in the 2400 block of North Rosenthal. Villegas has been with the department since the summer of 2008. He's been placed on paid leave pending a review by the chief and an internal investigation. Residents of Sedgwick County paying their real estate taxes this month. County Commissioner Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News he has seen numbers that show property values have been rising. In a graph that just showed the last five years, the lines were fairly consistent. But boy, this this last year of 2022, that that, that chart was uh, way above the, the other previous year. So people's house, house values are sure going up. And with that comes the valuation and the property tax burden that escalates as well. Meitzner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. A jury in Los Angeles deadlocks on harsher sentencing factors for Harvey Weinstein. A judge declares a mistrial on two sentencing factors that could have led to Harvey Weinstein facing up to 24 years in prison for sex crimes convictions in Los Angeles. Jurors could not reach a verdict on special allegations that he planned his attack on a woman he was found guilty of raping in 2013 and whether she was particularly vulnerable, meaning he faces up to 18 years. The judge setting a January 9th hearing to determine next steps. Weinstein found guilty of rape and sexual assault related to one accuser acquitted of sexual battery against another, and a jury was unable to reach a verdict on all counts related to two other accusers. The 70-year-old already serving a 23-year sentence for rape and sexual assault charges in New York. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. The U.S. Postal Service announces a major increase in electric vehicle purchases after it won new funding from lawmakers. In August, Congress gave the United States Postal Service $3 billion as part of a $430 billion climate bill to buy electric vehicles and build charging infrastructure. In July, the Postal Service said it would buy at least 25,000 electric delivery vehicles, more than twice its prior estimate to replace its aging fleet. The U.S. government actually operates the largest vehicle fleet in the world. The Postal Service, the largest fleet within the federal government. They've got more than 220,000 vehicles. The initial plan announced in February had around 10% of the agency's aging fleet replaced by electric vehicles. But after being sued and getting the new funding, now at least half of the initial purchase of new vehicles will be electric. John Saucier, Fox News. Anticipating the storm expected this week, the Sedgwick County Zoo has decided to close Thursday and Friday. Zoo officials plan to open Saturday in order to be open for the holiday weekend. Now look at the forecast with... KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We will see some patchy areas of freezing fog and freezing drizzle here through mid-morning, then breezy the rest of today with a high 35. Areas of snow develop well after midnight as a windchill warning goes into effect. Our low near zero, the windchill 20 below, then blowing snow early tomorrow, cold with a high 2 degrees, windchill 25 below zero. Looks like we're finally above freezing again on Christmas Day. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now fog, mist, 23 degrees. We have a south wind at 8 miles per hour. 7.33, Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. A Wednesday morning, that means it's time for our weekly uh, conversation with Tom Hine from the Kansas Department of Transportation. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Stephen Ted. Hey. I think the top of the mind, right? Well, everybody's aware of the fact that we're going to have some weather coming in here. Uh, what oh, is, boy. What, uh... Before we do that, is there anything closing up today that or opening that you need to tell us about urgently? 
no, our crews will be probably halfway through the day. We'll send home half the crews, and uh, they'll be ready for the overnight hours, and, and we'll see how that comes in. Uh, the reduction in snow is probably a good thing for the Wichita area, uh, but, th- you know, the brutal wind is, is, is our concern. All right, now, so let's uh, t- take us on the basics here. What what happens? Uh, how many? First of all, yeah, you're in charge of how many miles of uh, thoroughfare here in Wichita and Sedgwick County, Tom? Oh, lots. <laughs> I can't give you that number. You don't know right the amount. Now. Okay. Uh, I do know we have 24 snowplows though, uh, just in the Wichita metro area, and that's just KDOT. That doesn't include the the county or the city. So. There are lots of snowplows that can throw a lot of material out there, but I don't think we'll be doing that with this storm uh, because of the, the high wind, the low amount of, of snow. We don't want to put salt out on the roads that will make that snow stick to the roads. So we're in that way, the wind will be good because it'll blow any snow that we get off of the roadway, we hope. So as far as uh, pre-treating, you, you're not doing anything, is that right? There won't be any pre-treating today. Uh, there might be some residual uh, treatment down on, on bridges and, and uh, spots that typically get slick with a storm where we might have done it over the last weekend uh, to fight some frost. And there may be in our area a little bit of freezing fog still this morning, and, and we would have to, to go out and treat that. So that, that could turn around and, and be a negative later in the storm, but we'll see how it goes. All right, well, let's just go to tomorrow morning, and then you will uh, you'll have 24 snow trucks, plows, whatever, available. But uh, they, they may not have to do much if there's no, if you don't have to treat the streets or anything. Will you at some point put down something to melt the ice or not? If the ice comes, yes. But if it doesn't come, uh, the, the blowing the snow off, blowing the, keeping the moisture off, if the if the roadway stays dry, we'll we'll sit back and watch and say, okay, we're ready, but let's not do anything that's going to make that snow stick to the road. Okay, what is the workday like for uh, for your guys when something like this comes up? Uh, They're on a twelve hour shift, so we run a shift from eight a.m. to eight p.m. and then the night crew will come in at eight p.m. and and uh, so we're twenty four seven during a storm. Uh, we'll just have to, and every storm's a little bit different, so we never know exactly. Uh, how that's going to play out, but our crews are ready. Is one just over the years? Is a storm stick in your mind that was especially tough for you folks? Uh, no, not you know, not in my mind. Maybe when I was a kid, there was a Sunday morning <laughs> where we had you know seventeen inches of snow in Wichita, but those are few and far between. Yeah, they really are. We have a pretty good climate here. All right, so uh, what, are, what what do you got for Christmas coming up this uh, weekend? You you got all your Christmas shopping done? You ready to go? I have all my Christmas shopping done, and we're ready to go. But uh, it's going to be such a cold lead-in to it that we're not doing much other than hunkering down for the next few days. Well, you know what? And AAA was saying because we had AAA, uh, uh, we had Sean Stewart from AAA Kansas on the other day talking about this was going to be a uh, really really big uh, travel holiday. Uh, but I wonder if because this this weather's going on all across the country, I wonder if uh, over the next two days that might uh, be uh, tampering down folks' willingness to go anywhere. Well, I think that's the decision people have to make yeah. over the next few days. Uh, you know, do you really want to get out on this? Do you really want to take that risk? If you don't need to, don't. 
All right. A lot of people are going to be going by car if they go at all. And if they do, the best advice is make sure you've got the things in that car for traveling that you you might need if you get if you get sliding off into a ditch someplace, like uh, blankets and water and maybe some food, and and make sure everything's charged up and ready to go, right? That's right. And let somebody know what your travel plans are, just in case that does happen. Well, there's so another one. Check. There's another one. We do have, we've had the report of a, uh, I don't know if she's still missing or not, uh, the police department looking for a woman who's been missing over the last day or two. And we better find her before this <laughs> snap hits. That could be t- terrible. All right, that Tom. Could be t- if uh, if yeah. we don't, Sam, we're probably not going to talk to you again before Christmas. No. So nope. just uh, thanks for joining us this year and helping us out with the traffic. And Merry Christmas from Steve and Ted, right, Ted? Yeah. And when, happy holidays, yes. You got it. When it's this cold, I'm glad Tom has his Santa suit on today. Yeah. He, uh, he, I do. He, he, looks, <laughs> he looks good in red. Yeah, he's already got the beard. <laughs> All right, Tom. Th- <laughs> thank you, sir. Tom Hine from the Kansas Department of Transportation. Ted, a uh, plot to move some... Cabs to the front of the line for passengers at New York's Kennedy Airport was aided by Russian hackers who infiltrated an electronic taxi dispatch system. Can't get away from those Ruskies. Authorities also say two suspects have been arrested. The men, both U.S. citizens, were arrested in Queens on charges that they conspired with Russian nationals to hack the dispatch system and move some taxis up in exchange for $10 payments. An indictment... In Manhattan, federal court charged a man with conspiracy to commit computer intrusion. Those Russians and their computer hacking. Charge carries a potential penalty of as many as 10 years yeah. in prison. Serious stuff. For 10 bucks a cab, you nitwits could go to... 10 bucks? Where'd you get that That's cab? A 10 bucks a pad. That's we got $10 payments for everyone that got moved up in the line. That's how they were making mm. money. Yeah. A little scheme there. It could backfire. Mm. All right, uh, we have a, the report of a uh, <clears throat> the, maybe the last possible trial in Germany for a Nazi, for Nazi crimes. Ended a 97-year-old woman found guilty of aiding and abetting the murders of over 10,000 people at a Nazi concentration camp. Ermgard Furschner worked as a civilian typist in the Commandant's office at the Stutthof concentration camp located in Nazi-occupied Poland, from June of 43 until April of 1945. This is according to the BBC. So I don't know what the sentence would be for a 97-year-old woman convicted of being a Nazi war criminal, but I would imagine she's going to be put away for a long time. Or why it took 80, yeah. 85 years for this to even yeah, probably materialize. Just, just a matter of you know, judging her, getting justice, and leave her alone. Let her, let her go. All right. 739, Stephen Ted. Let's see what else is on the agenda. Got... Uh, Winter's coming at 348 this afternoon. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to see the, uh, well, I don't know. I'm glad. I don't, I don't really much care. But I like the solstice. The solstice. Because that means the sun is coming back. The days finally start to get longer. Okay. They've been getting shorter since the third week of June. That's right. It means which always depresses me a little bit. Longer days. More daylight. More daylight starting mm. tonight. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Taco Bell. South Bernie in the night, 235. I'm going to be there Friday afternoon uh, in the noon hour. And some person coming from that drive-thru is going to, going to get $98 in cash in a nice Sweet. little envelope. Two, yeah, they're getting that cash two days before Christmas. Two days before Christmas. How about that? Yeah. So uh, this is something we do at Taco Bell every day. Every year we call it the Taco Bell Christmas Cash Giveaway. So I'll be down there on a Friday. Very good. December 21st, big day. 
uh, in history for for our country, our nation. 1620 on this date, pilgrims aboard the Mayflower went ashore for the first time at present-day Plymouth, Massachusetts. Ooh, it was a cold day for them, I bet. Nah. Yeah, they survived that terrible journey across the ocean, and then they end up in, end up in end up basically Cape Cod in, in winter in the third week of December. Yikes! Oh. Not exactly the they they were a hardy bunch. I know, bless <laughs> their hearts. My gosh, seven forty one now. Steve and Ted, and uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. Congress may give Boeing a break on a year end deadline. That's coming up, Steve and Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS, 7.46 now here on this Wednesday morning. Four days until Christmas. Three big things. Wichita City Council approves upgrade for the city's webpage. Congress working on a huge spending bill with deadline looming Friday. One. Kansas bracing for winter storm. Wind chills could reach 25 below Thursday. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic this morning, things looking pretty good so far in the Wichita area, not really seeing any huge problems out there. Uh, we do, remember, have those uh, traffic conditions, though. Uh, Eisenhower National Airport has the... Uh, has the visibility listed at four miles out there. We've got fog in the area and freezing temperatures, so watch out, especially on those uh, 
bridges and overpasses, things could get slippery rather quickly. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 39 degrees. Yesterday's high was 30. Cloudy and very cold with snow likely tonight, late tonight. And an inch of or less of accumulation. Overnight low, 1. Thursday, windy and cold with blowing snow. And a high tomorrow of 2 degrees. Wind chills could hit 25 below. It's going to be dangerously cold. Now fog and mist and 23 degrees. And we have a south wind at 8 miles per hour. Hatman Jacks has some gift ideas for Christmas. Have their staff find a hat for yourself and everyone on your guest list. They have the best selection of Western hats, fedoras, caps, and accessories in the Midwest. See why Hatman Jacks was voted the best hat store in the nation. Hatman Jacks at the Clock Tower in Delano. Check the website for special hours at hatmanjack.com. And on Wall Street, stocks ended a four-session losing streak Tuesday. The Dow closing higher to end a four-day losing streak. The Dow up 92 points. The S&P and NASDAQ both marginally higher. Wall Street shaking off a surprise move from the Bank of Japan that sent global bond yields higher, that central bank widening its cap on its 10-year bond yield. Meanwhile, FedEx shares falling after the company announced a disappointing earnings report after the bell, saying that soft demand is persisting. FedEx in September said it would park planes and close some offices. Meanwhile, Elon Musk is actively looking for a new Twitter CEO after conducting a poll of users which favored his exit. Musk bought the company for $44 billion in October. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. Consumer banking giant Wells Fargo agreed to pay $3.7 billion to settle charges that it harmed consumers by charging illegal fees and interest on auto loans and mortgages, as well as incorrectly applied overdraft fees against savings and checking accounts. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau Tuesday ordered Wells to repay $2 billion to consumers and enacted a $1.7 billion penalty against the bank. And let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Boeing appears set for a year-end reprieve through Congress that will allow it to certify its newest 737 MAX jets without costly changes. According to a report from the Seattle Times, legislators early yesterday agreed on a spending bill that included an amendment to the certification process that Boeing has lobbied hard for throughout the second half of the year. Tucked into that 4,000-page, $1.7 trillion (laughs) omnibus spending bill, which also prevents a government shutdown with expected final approval before midnight on Friday, is a provision that allows the Federal Aviation Administration to give the manufacturer a pass on a December 27th certification deadline that has loomed over the coming MAX 10 and MAX 7 narrow-body jets. Over the last two years, through conversations and state and local studies, Eric Gilbert has heard about and seen the need for middle-income housing in the Wichita area and Kansas. Through his new Liberty Communities Company, the builder and developer is making progress toward helping with that issue. Gilbert says Liberty Communities has 13 projects at various stages of planning and development that could bring more than 1,000 single-family homes within the $210,000 to $270,000 range to south-central Kansas market. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Ted, you had a couple of days off. Did you get to watch any Christmas movies or anything? Oh, I did a ton of that. Really? Yeah. 
Anything special? No, 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 but uh, I watched a, I watched like a Christmas episode of Love Boat. Watched wow. a Christmas episode of Happy Days. Wow. No, yeah, I was, was I was I was kind of getting old school. I saw a film. Uh, watched an episode of Mash. Watched a film that uh, I well, I saw it last year, but I see try to see it Christmas time. That's uh, it happened on Fifth Avenue. Have you ever seen this one, Ted? Got Gail Storm in it. Young Gail Storm. I've seen it and I recorded it. Did you? I've only seen it once. I didn't. I didn't particularly it's pretty like it. This a, so I'm going to give it another chance. This guy moves into a every every winter when uh, the the owner of this big old mansion goes to Florida or mm-hmm. someplace. This guy moves in for a, a week or two, and just he's got it coordinated where the if anybody comes to the door, the lights are shut off, so the cops don't think there's anybody in there, and all these people start showing mm-hmm. up, and there's a little morals tale to it about big money and wealthy people, yeah. but. Uh, it's a, I think it's pretty. pretty I need to give it another watch. It's been a long it's time. It's not great, but there you go. Today, uh, Ted is National Short Girl Appreciation Day. We celebrate everything, right? Celebrating the small ladies in your life. If you're a short girl or yourself, you know the genetic lottery you've won. Always make cute shoes in smaller sizes. Your feet are now going to hang off. Not ever going to hang off the bed. The end of the bed. There are even health benefits associated with being little vertically challenged. So I like short girls. Go shorty, it's your birthday. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, that's just short girls. I wonder how short would be. What do you define as a short girl? Anybody under 60? Anybody shorter than me. Anybody, I mean, yeah. It's all relative. <laughs> yeah, it is. If you're shorter than me, then, you know. Yeah. If you're taller than me, you're taller. If yeah. you're seven feet tall, a six foot, six inch uh, girlfriend, it would be a short girl to you. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> all relative. Celebrating short girls. Up uh, at any rate, uh, there you go. <laughs> Something to celebrate today. All right, what else is going on, Ted? You've got uh, you don't have any soccer basketball for a, for a little bit here. No, tomorrow. tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow night, tomorrow night they're playing uh, Shreveport. I don't know. No. I'm not paying any attention. I'm not either because yeah. it, it, it's, it's all these teams <laughs> from the SWAC. I don't, <laughs> I don't know who it is. Texas State, maybe. <laughs> no, it's not Texas State. Somebody else. Well, at least it'll be warm inside Coke Arena, we hope, right? Well, yeah, that's that's the hope. That's the whole point. Okay. Yep, yesterday afternoon, I had to spend a little time with the granddaughter. Texas Southern. Texas, Texas Southern. Southern. Okay, I knew it was a Texas. Got to spend a little time with a grandson, uh, a grandson, granddaughter, Mary. And we, uh, she's, of course, she goes to Bishop Carroll, and they're, they're off. They're, there's no school this week. So we went and uh, went to Target, and we went here and there, and, and wound up at the end of the day. We took her home, and then Shelly and I stopped at the Oasis or dine in, take out a couple of great big cheers, cheeseburgers and fries. Now that at is the Oasis. a good choice. <laughs> oh, man. If it's not the best hamburger in town, it's in the top three, I would think. But, uh, yeah, had a good day. We spent, and it was good to spend some time with Mary. She, she and her sister have been so busy doing cheerleading and their study. We're doing finals the other day. And uh, it's a busy busy. She's been studying. So we had a little, just a couple of hours to spend with her, and it was great. She wasn't on the cell phone. She was talking with us, and we were having a good time. Family time. Quality family time. By the way, Christmas is only four days away. 7.54 now, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Stay with us coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning on KNSS. We have the latest on preparations for a winter storm in Kansas and really across the country. Ted has sports coming up, right, Ted? Yeah, big uh, college bowling tournament every Week before Christmas out in Vegas. We'll see how the Shockers are doing out there coming up in sports. Plus, just minutes away from entertainment news in the blur. 
Oh, of course. We got a couple of good, uh, we got a good movie anniversary today. We got some good birthdays. I think you'll enjoy entertainment news in the blur. And that's coming up in just a few minutes. And we have traffic and weather all in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted. Stay with us on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 